Verse 1 through 15. Amen. Amen and thank God. We thank the Lord today and forevermore because he is good and merciful. Amen. And we, we, we just thank the Lord today and forevermore. Amen. And as we go into the book of John chapter 4, verse 1 through 15, we're going to read it as we read together. Amen. And everyone has it, says amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Verse 1 says, When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea and departed again into Galilee. And he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob well was there, hallelujah. Jesus therefore being weary with his journey sat thus on the well. And it was about the sixth hour, there cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water from the well. Mm -hmm. That very same well that Jesus, when he came a long way, he was tired and he sat there. Jesus said unto her, give me a drink. Give me, hey, I need a drink of water. Give me a drink of water. For his disciples were going away, had gone on the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, how is it that thou being a Jew, mm, hallelujah, Joshua, just left the conference. Drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria. For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. So her herself, it was a law that the Jews have should not have any dealings with any Samaritans at all. But Jesus answered and spoken to this uh, woman of Samaria and told her, If thou knowest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, give me a drink. <laughs> thou wouldest have asked him, asked of him, and he would have given the living water. The living water. And life, a new life, and brand new. Ah, amen, hallelujah. The woman saith unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep from whence then hast thou that living water. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which give us the well and drink thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. Mm -hmm. This water, the well where, where Jesus was there, if you drink of this water, you're going to want water again. And again, then again. But he says again unto her, he says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give, I shall supply, I shall provide, that I provide. Not the water at this well. <laughs> Father, all right. But whatsoever, whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give, him shall never thirst. He said never thirst. So my brothers and my sisters, we have to trust that that the Lord hmm, will supply every needs. 
just as the woman at at the Samaritan woman at the at the well. The Lord will supply our every need. So we don't go without. Just as he did for the Israelites while they were in, while they, when they made it out. And they, they were hungry. They were thirsty. The Lord made manna from heaven come down and do from the birds the, the, the make a way out of nowhere from the heavens. And it was a, they were able to eat the dew that came from the birds. Now thinking if we think uh, and the Normans say, yeah, do from heaven uh, that the birds may down. How could that be able to, how would they be able to eat? Mm -hmm. But God made it so. He made a way for them. He made water come out and for them to drink. Amen, amen. And he said everlasting life. So the water that God giveth. A new life, brand new, brand new, a new life, a new us, a new all of us. But we have to, you know, we have to understand that. He was speaking unto this woman. Now, as this woman, as God was speaking, unto, Jesus was speaking unto this woman. Her herself, you know, she, she, she was so happy because that Jesus was speaking into her. Because every other man that she herself had uh, uh, went to and uh, uh, went, came across, spoke nasty and negative things unto her. And talked about her and said things. But the Lord spoke into her and was speaking so humbly and nice to her that she herself never had anyone that, that could say encouraging and loving things. And it seems like... Was giving love unto her. Just by the words that he was giving unto her. And because the other man. The other people would not even take the time out. To speak and speak to this Samaritan woman. Amen. As we read more. Verse 15 says. The woman saith unto him. Sir give me the water. That I thirst not. Neither come hither to draw. Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband and come here. Tell him to come here. Tell him to come. The woman answered and said, I have no husband, Jesus said unto her. Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five. And he whom thou now hast is not thy husband, and thou sayest thou truly. The woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worship in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, he said, Believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship, ye know not what we know, what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, and now is when the true worship, worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. Every day of our life, we got to worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Not just in spirit, but also in truth. Together, spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such 
to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Everybody say amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah is coming, which is called Christ. When he has come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, now, when Jesus spoke unto this woman, she didn't know herself. She didn't know who, who she was speaking to. She thought it was just a Jew that she was speaking to at the well. But it was Jesus she was speaking to. Now, at this time, uh, you know, she herself, like I said, was uh, talked about. She was mistreated for years and years, day and day after day. Talked about, been through some tough times. But as Jesus was speaking unto her encouragement and giving her encouragement and that enlightenment that she needed and those words she never heard in her life until she came unto that well. And that particular moment, at that particular time, it was a time that she was supposed to be there. That very exact moment that Jesus was there, she was there. And he asked her for someone. He could have some, waited and asked somebody else. But he spoken to this woman, this Samaritan woman, at Jacob's well. Hallelujah. And he did, he did not, he himself... He didn't judge her. He didn't talk about her. He he didn't, you know, he he knew what was going on and what she was battling. But he came to her with love, respect. And she and she felt that she was loved. She was accepted and she was not criticized. Because every other man criticized her, did not love and, uh, and did not accept her. But Jesus accepted her. Now, that encouragement can go for all of us today and forevermore. Is that with the Lord, we are accepted, we are loved, and we will never be criticized. But we have to understand that he is our hope. He's our everything. And, uh, you know, when we trust in the Lord and we drink from the water that he supplied, and he said, water that springeth out into everlasting Forevermore, we will never thirst. We will never go without. But we have to. We have to trust in the Lord. We have to. We have to trust Him. Just not like the Samaritan woman. Hallelujah. How, how He spoke to her, and as He continued to speak to her and have that conversation with her, she and herself, herself, uh, changed things in herself. Mm. But, but, man, in verse 25, it says, The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah is coming, which is called Christ. When he's come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto you is I am he who you've been talking to. Hallelujah. He been, so she was at that whole time, she was speaking unto the, the Lord, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. She didn't know it, but he let her know, hey, and he waited at the right time to put that in there and say, this is who you've been talking to this whole time. And while he was talking to her, she could have decided, okay, you know what? 
I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm going to walk off. But no, she stayed. She she and she talked to Jesus. She uh, 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 she was having a conversation with the Lord. And she didn't know. She thought it was just a uh, uh, any any Jew, any old Jew. But at, you know, and and we we have to understand that, dearly beloved, every day that we are alive, every day we are above ground, every day, any time through the good and the bad times, whatever we face, whether financially, physically, mentally, uh, the brokenness, the good times, the bad times, we we what one thing we can be. Assured, assured of is that we are loved, we are accepted, we are not ridiculed, and we are not uh, criticized by by the Lord. He loves us all. He knows all our hurts, all our pains before we do. He knows what we're gonna face. He knows what we're gonna go through. But he wants us to to know uh, our all our hope is not lost because we have the Lord on our side, and that we can lean on the Lord. We can lean on the Lord every day of our life. We can lean on the Lord and say, thank you, Lord. I trust in you. Thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you, Lord. So, at the, you know, another thing we can understand and we can be sure of is that the Lord is always on time. That he is always on time and at every, any moment God will step in. He will shift things. He will turn things and he will maneuver things. And at the right moment, at the right time, the Lord will show his power. When he needs to step in, he will. But if we have, we understand that and just keep hope alive. That's, that's key today. Because when we keep hope alive, we know that we won't be facing tough times forever. That the Lord will show enough, make a way out of no way. But we have to, you know, at times it, it can be hard to, to keep, our, keep our focus, you know. But we got to keep our focus. We got to trust in the Lord, and we have to know that everything is going to be all right. We got to trust, and we got to believe, and we got to, we got to understand that. We have to understand. Okay. Amen. Amen. And just understand. Understand that everything is going to be all right. Amen. We're going to go into to one, one more scripture today. Amen. Amen, amen. And we're going to go into we're going to go into the book of Daniel. Amen, amen. We thank the Lord today just just being able to be alive today and to go into the Word of God together. And you know, it doesn't matter how long we take, but it just matter that that we can share the Word of God together. And that's key in life and do everything. You know, share the word of God together. And, and, you know, just to be sincere and share the word. You know, that's key. Amen. As we go into the book of Daniel, that, you know, we, we just are thanking God that he is our everything and he is our protector. Amen. Now, as we go into the book of Daniel. Amen. All right. The book of Daniel chapter 6. Verse. We're going to read chapter 6. Verse 6. Verse 4 through. 
20. So chapter 6, verse 4 through 20. Amen. And it says, The president, then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could not find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault in him, found in him. Then said these men, We shall not find occasion against David, Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Amen. Amen. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said, Thus unto him, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of, of the kingdom, the governors, and the princes, and the counselors, and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal stature and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for thirty days save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. So they were saying, if you are making a firm decree to of any god or man for thirty days, you shall be cast into the lions den. Mm, the lions den. So if you are doing this, making a decree and petitions of any god or man for thirty days, you are going in the lions den. So this was going to be your repercussion for doing these things. Right. Now, King established the decree and signed in writing this to, to put it out there, letting everyone know, hey, you do this, you're going to go, you're going to be eaten by the lions and the lions men. That it be not changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. So making sure it's not altered by any thing, make sure it's is if is followed through. Wherefore King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Daniel continues to worship. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open in the chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did a time. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Uh oh. Now, as the, the guards had saw that Daniel was praying unto his God, and they had then, they spoke to the king concerning the king's decree. And he said, Hast thou not signed a decree that every man that shall ask a petition of any God or man that shall ask a petition of any God or man within 30 days save of thee, O king, shall be cast in the den of the lions. The king answered and said, The thing is true according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altered not. Then answered they and said before the king that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judea, regardeth not thee, O king, 
nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. Three times a day he prayed, and he was praying unto his father. Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore and displeased. He was very upset and upset that the law he had made and that they, the, the chancellors and the, the captains and the presidents had brought about, it wasn't being followed through by, by Brother Daniel. It was, he, did not, he decided not to follow, and he was very displeased. So, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him, and he labored till the going of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Now, O king, that the law of the Medes and the Persians is that no decree nor statute which of the king established may be changed. It should not be changed. But it was because Daniel said he's not following through with what uh, was given by the king. Daniel, he was cast into the lions then. Amen. Then the, then the king commanded... And they brought Daniel and cast him into the lion's den. The den of the lions. Amen. Now the king spoke and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. So he, even though he was put in that lion's den, Daniel, he knew already who he served. So he knew that God would deliver him. Hallelujah. He knew already. That's what he said. He said, huh. he said, he will deliver me. The God whom thou servest continually, he shall, he will deliver thee. He will deliver. Amen. Amen. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den. And the king sealed it with his own sight sinning and with the sinning of the Lord's that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Mm -hmm. So uh, the purpose, I guess he wanted to show that to the people that this would happen to you if you do not follow the guidelines and the rules that I have, we have put in place. So we're going to make Daniel, we're going to make Daniel an example. But he, he didn't know what the Lord had in store. Right. That, 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 you know, the Lord is about to show his power. Now, as we continue to read. Then the king went to his play, palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him. And his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early. In the morning, and went in has unto the den of the lions. And when he came to the den, he cried mm -hmm. with a lamentable voice mm -hmm. unto Daniel. And the king spoke and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest, continually able to deliver mm -hmm. thee from the lions? Mm. Oh. So he, the king, he himself, he was, he was baffled, and he was like, and, uh, he was, you know, how is it that you are still alive when I have wakened in the morning, mm -hmm. and these lions have not ripped you 
to shreds. How is this possible? How? And he said, Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and have shut the lion's mouth, that they have not hurt me for as much as before him innocency was found in me. Hallelujah. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. So he has not done any harm to anyone or anybody. So the Lord protected and covered and watched over Daniel while he was in that line. Then now, before we read over, now while we con before we continue, now if Daniel himself, any time in that line, then would have been afraid, uh, you know, and doubting the power of God, those lions would have, you know, ripped him to shreds. But he, Daniel, when he was put in that lion's den, he already had faith in the Lord. He knew already who, who he served. And, and the word said he prayed three times a day. So while he went in there, he already knew, hey, you can throw me in here. But the Lord is going to deliver me out uh, and I will come out victorious. Mm -hmm. I will make it out of here. Yes. <laughs> because, man, thank you, Lord. Amen. And it says, Then was the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. Hallelujah. Hmm. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he had believed in his God. And the king commanded and they brought those men which had accused Daniel and they cast him into the den of lions, them their children and their wives and the lions had the mastery of them and broke all their bones in pieces or, or ever they came at the bottom of the den. Mm. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Now, we have to now more than ever and forevermore, every day that we are alive and, you know, we have to keep our focus on God. Even in these times, we have it's very important that we keep our focus on God. Not on our situations that we face, not on things that we go through, mm -hmm. not on any, any uh, tough times that we may experience or anything. Mm -hmm. But we got to keep our focus on God. Not even with the pandemic. We got to keep our focus on God because God will, 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 will protect and cover us and deliver us out of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so we just gotta thank the Lord. Now, as as when we read when we read this the book of Daniel, this is an um, amazing scripture of the power of the Lord. And if we trust in the power of God and pray continually, mm -hmm. and no matter what we may face, God will bring us out. Mm -hmm. He will bring us out. No matter how long it takes. It took a while for for you know. You know, but Dan, the Lord saw Daniel all the way through. Mm -hmm. And not only did, did things turn around, but it made the king turn on his own guards and their wives, their children, and put them into the, the lion's den. And they themselves, their lives was, were taken. So we have to understand God can turn things around, but we got to keep our focus on God. 
We can't focus on things that we face on earth, the good or the bad. You know, we got to just thank the Lord. When the good happens, we just thank the Lord. The bad happens, we still thank the Lord because, you know, uh, you know, he allows what he allows. But uh, we have to understand, you know, what God allows, there's a reason that he allows it. But we have to understand God is going to see us through mm-hmm. every situation, anything that we battle. Because he saw Daniel through. Now we have to get, we have to all, brothers and sisters, sisters and brothers, all of us, we have to now more than ever focus our eyes and focus ourselves on God. Not on the things that we face or, or the things that, that that is before us now. Because God is the supplier. He is the provider of us all. He will supply and provide for all of us and he will see us through. But we have to do our part. It can't be just, we want God to move, we want God to change things, we want God to shift things and uh, turn things around. No. But God needs from all of us, all of his children, because it's, there's abundance of us. But we have to be just like our brother Daniel. Praying. Not three times a day, but every day. Every day we are alive, we should be able to pray unto the Lord about anything. Not just when we're facing some rough patches in our lives, but every day. Keep our focus on God. Keep our focus, keep our focus, and keep our focus. And not, we can't be like the Israelites. We can't be like them. We can't be. Because they they themselves, they were set free by the Lord out of the hands of Pharaoh. And they still were complaining about, uh, you know, this and that, about uh, being hungry and war- with water, but God already had things in store for them. And even when God brought them out of the hands of Pharaoh, instead of praying and giving thanks and, and being happy and being married, they turned against God. Worshipping golden calves, uh, you know, amongst other things. So we have to understand, my brothers and my sisters, we don't, we don't have, we don't, we're not going to live forever. But every day that we are alive, we have to be able to keep our focus on God. Whatever good or bad situations we may be facing, we have to still keep our focus on God. Not on our situations, not, not on what's before us now, but on God. And we keep our eyes and our minds focused on God. He's going to work everything out. You know, and even in the past, you know, we all can, uh, you know, say that, you know, uh, in the past, God has worked things out in the past. But we have to have that same mindset now because he he brought us a lot, a lot of us through a lot of things in our lives. You know, you know, even when we didn't see a way out, but God saw a way out. And just as Daniel, but Daniel knew that, you know what, God is going to deliver. He said it. He said, the God that I serve. Continually, he will what? Deliver me. So we have to say the same thing. Brothers and sisters, the God that we serve will deliver all of us out. But we, can, we, we can't lose hope. We can't say, you know, there's, we don't have nowhere to turn. We have somewhere to turn. And we got to turn to God. Prayer is key more than ever, now more than ever. Prayer. Togetherness, keeping the word of God, uh, applying his word in our everyday life. And, and because, you know, we don't have forever. 
While we are on above ground, we have to do these things. It's very important to our lives and to our eternal life. And you know, and you know, because when we are underground, we can we can no longer do these things. But while we are alive, we gotta just give thanks to the Lord. And we give we, we gotta give thanks to the Lord for today and forevermore. Because he is good. Amen. Amen. We're gonna do one more scripture today. Is that if that's okay? All right. So we're gonna go into the book of uh Psalms. We're gonna go into Psalms chapter seven and one. Amen. And as we go into the book of Psalms, we're going to read. Amen. 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 We're going to read uh, Psalm 71, verse 1 through 8. And, uh, Verse 1 says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let, let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation. Whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. By thee, have I been holding up from the womb? Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowls. My praise shall be continually of thee. I am as a wonder unto many, but thou art my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day long. Amen, amen. Hmm. Now, the psalmist David, you know, he went through some trial times all throughout his life. But God saw him through every situation. And we thank God for the psalms that was given from God to David. That we can now read about and take in for ourselves. When we face tough and trying times that we can go into the word of God and read these beloved psalms that was given to David from God. Amen. Amen. Now understanding, he's letting us know that he is our rock. He is our fortress and that he will deliver us all. And it says, even though, even when we were in our youth. He he covered us. He watched over, and forevermore he was he will continually watch over, continually uh, protect, continually you know keep us on the right path. Mm-hmm. But we have to trust him, even even when we was young, to our youth, mm-hmm. and even until uh, to when we get older and older and older, until we get uh, older and older. 
So we, you know, we don't have the same strength we used to have. But we still have strength because we have the Lord. Amen. And understanding that he is our everything. And we have to honor him daily. Day in and day out. Day in and day out. No matter how old we get. No, how, no matter how young we are, we have to always remember the Lord. We have to always give praise unto the Lord because He is good. He's our rock. He's our everything. And, you know, He 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 deserves all the praise. Mm-hmm. You know, because when we are when we are not no longer above ground, we can't give praise any longer. We can't. But while we are here on God's green earth mm-hmm. above the ground, mm-hmm. we have to uh, continually the praise that he is that he needs Mm -hmm. Mm. amen 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 we got a little bit more time okay one more we gotta do one more all right one one more word uh and we're gonna go on to matthew chapter 11 verse 28 through 30 amen Mm -hmm. yeah matthew the book of matthew amen amen the book of matthew Chapter 28 through 30. Amen. It says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly and hard, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. Now, a lot of our brothers and sisters are, you know, in themselves have lost faith. Have lost their faith. Have lost their way. And, you know, have lost many things. You know, because of the pandemic and loss of jobs. Uh, and lost their way. But we have to understand that we must go unto the Lord. We got to go unto the Lord like never before. Because the Lord the Lord wants us to go to him and come to him. You know, if you you know your heart ain't, you know, uh you know if you're lacking, if you're lacking anything, go to the Lord and talk to the Lord and let him know, "Hey Lord, you know, I'm I'm, I'm battling and I'm uh, uh, got in fear, Lord. I've uh, uh, lost my way because of these things have that has conspired, has transpired in the world. And if we if we are able to go to the Lord, He says, "Come." He He Jesus has given us that. He's letting us know, "Hey, come." If we're feeling anything because of what has transpired in this world today, we have to be able to go to Him. Jesus given us. Uh, you know, he said, come, all who are, you know, that are heavy laden or, or, or and and those who are feeling uh, upset and distraught of, of whatever you're battling, whatever you're going through, come, uh, come. He ain't saying uh, sometime come, but all the time come. Because, uh, you know, because he died on that beloved cross, arms stretched out. For all of us, not just some, not just one, not just two, but for all. Arms stretched out on that cross so long ago. Nails in his hands. 
thorns on his head, piercing his head, bloodshed that he spread and shed on Calvary for all of us. Uh, why not go to uh, the Lord? He died for all of us. He died for all of our sins. So he's saying, why not come? Why not come? Don't wait until it's too late. But do it now. Come now. And we have, we have to all come to Christ no matter what. No matter what we are experiencing. No matter what we're going through. But we, we, we got go to go to him like never before. Now, if you're feeling down in your heart and your spirit and your mind that you have lost control because of things that have transpired, because of the uncertainty that we are now facing in this world today with the government, your job loss, uh, um, uh, individuals you have lost in your life that have died over, over the pandemic, you're, 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 you know, you're, you're distraught, you're mad, you're furious. But it... The, the Jesus said, come unto me. Come unto me. And I will give you rest. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But we have to understand that. We have to be able to go unto him like never before. He said, come unto me. Look, read 28 for me. 28, uh, Matthew uh, 11. 28, read that. Chapter 11, 28. You just said chapter 11. Chapter 11, verse 28. Read that for me. Okay. Amen. Mm -hmm. Just 11, 28. Okay. Amen. 28 says, Come unto me that all ye labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. And that's Jesus saying these words, that he wants us to come to him. Now, now is the time that we are able, to, that we must be able to come unto the Lord. Not just, not just on this blessed Sunday morning, afternoon, but we have to do it every day of our lives. Every day we wake and rise. Every day, every night, we have to go to the Lord. Not just sometimes, not, 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 but all the time. They said in Daniel, he prayed three times a day. He didn't matter. He didn't. Listen, uh, because of the kings, what, what the law they put in place, that didn't stop Daniel from praying unto the father. It didn't stop him because he knew the God he served, who he served. Now, we have to understand who he served now more than ever. That we have to pray continually, consistently, not just some days, but every day of our lives that we are able to wake and rise. Because it's very important that we have more of a, a bond and a relationship because we don't have forever on this earth. And we're seeing all of our brothers and sisters, uh, uh, God is sending them home now. Their spirit has gone up to him and their body is on the ground. We don't know when it's our time, but... You know, the enemy wants us to lose our mind and lose sight of who God is. But God right now, he, he, he don't want us to lose sight. We got to keep our focus on the Lord because it's very, 
it's very important that we keep focus on God and not lose it because even if we're uh, slowly losing him God will speak into us and say hey keep your eyes focused because if we we don't keep our eyes focused the enemy Satan can come in and and swoop us up and we don't need that God don't want that we can't be the Israelites God brought them out and they turned on God. Made a way out of no way. And God can do the same thing for us. Just how as he did for the Israelites. A manna from heaven. Water out of, out of a place that you wouldn't think. Now even if you lost your job. Lost your home. A lot of individuals in Florida are being put out. They lift the, the you know, the you know, now that it was been lifted, the law that you, you can be put out if you don't, you know, your rent is not paid. You know, but my brothers and sisters, keep your faith and trust in God. Because God is, you know, he's doing some phenomenal things and it always have been. But we got to go to him like never before because it's needed now more than ever. And we got to pray continually. Pray continually to God. We have to now more than ever. Because we don't have forever. We don't know the time or the hour. But God does. He's allowing what he's allowing now. For a reason. But we got to put our faith now. Into God more than ever. If it was in other things. Government. Of supplying and providing. No. But we got to put our faith in. God, because He is our supplier, provider, and when it's all said and done, we're trying to get back to God, being reconciled back to God when this earthly journey is over. And we want to be in that number when, when again, we want to be in that number. And we can't wait till we get to Judgment Day, and we be before Jesus, and we we uh, holler and get praised in. But we got to do it now. We have to do it now before it's too late. And we give glory and honor to God. Just being in that number one more time and one more day. Amen. 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 And we're going to pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this blessed Sunday. Just going into your word again. One more day. Another day, Lord. Father God, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we thank you, Lord, for today. We know you'll take care of everything and you're working everything out. And you are our deliverer. You are our stronghold. You are our provider, supplier of our every need. We just got to keep our faith up. Believe and understand who we serve is more powerful than whatever we're facing. And that he will supply and he will cover and watch all of us, all, over all of us. My brothers and sisters, keep your faith. Believe. Have faith. Understand that we are protected, covered, and loved by God. And forevermore, now and forevermore, till we meet again, amen. Amen.